<clears throat> Thank you. Awesome. Uh, both on screen. Excellent. I think I have us here. Just to be sure, Adub, are you just seeing uh, you and just one of me and, and you? I'm seeing, yeah, the two of us on equally the same size. Okay, perfect. Great. <clears throat> because I blew a, I blew a speaker on my, uh, on my laptop and now I'm using my phone to speak and do the audio and, and I'm using my, my camera so I can have it a bit easier. So okay. there's actually three, two of me on right now. <laughs> I just didn't want it to, <laughs> I didn't want it to look good, rat. That, that's but. not what I'm seeing. <laughs> Okay, awesome. So let's roll with it. All right, All right cool. Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, great for you to join uh, alongside with uh, my dear friend and compatriot, Allison Wells, local nutrition expert in the Los Angeles area, uh, TV shows galore, private clients, group Clients, corporate clients, you seem to do it all, my friend. Thank you for jumping on for a few minutes and getting related. Absolutely. It's my pleasure to be here. Amazing. Yes. So I wanted to kind of jump in with you and um, the season we're on right now. Holidays are upon us. It's going to be Halloween and then it's going to be Thanksgiving and then it's going to be Christmas. And in between, we have this wild time called the holidays. Um, and your kind of extended experience uh, doing what you do, would you say are the top five holiday pitfalls you experience in your field from your clients? Uh, great question. Um, and it's true. This time of year, it is a lot of things. It's exciting. It's stressful. Um, there can be a lot of anxiety going into it, feelings of guilt, all of the things, right? So I would say Number one is overcommitment. People overcommitting to social events, travel, gifting. And then, of course, on top of it, you know, their own health. I'm, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this. All of that. And it can be just, it can be really overwhelming. Um, so that's certainly one of the most, uh, one of the biggest things I see that it, there has to be a way to manage all of that so that you can still enjoy yourself <laughs> because at the end of the day you know we grow up the holidays are supposed to be this fun thing we're certainly sold that on tv and in movies um so we want to be able to see how it is possible to balance so that that's one of the most important things or top things i see uh secondly the overindulgence all right so we have overcommitment we have overindulgence and and it's easy to do right because not only do you have Thanksgiving and then, you know, either um, Hanukkah or Christmas or whatever it is, you also have all these other social events. You have the cookies at the at the office every day and people are bringing things in and um, and it's great and it's fun, but it's you can't do it every day, right? So again, how do you find that balance between enjoying yourself and not just completely restricting because that's gonna have its own slew of triggers and backfiring and all of that, um, but, being able to really maintain where you are and having a mindful outlook on eating. That's really the most important thing. Um, <clears throat> another big one, lack of sleep. <laughs> sleep is just like, who needs sleep, right? I mean, <laughs> but when you think about it, sleep is obviously when you're tired, you don't have the energy to, I don't know, let's say exercise or to give more to other people around you. Um, and so because of this overcommitment, 
because, and then we're not sleeping as much, we're feeling more stressed out, everything kind of compiles. You're also more likely to reach for those comfort foods. Um, the more hours you're awake, the more likely you are to eat more calories than you need. You just get those munchies and you're going to the fridge because you're awake for so long. So all of these things really can add up. Uh, so we really want to be mindful of our sleep habits as well. Travel, okay? So travel is a big one. Travel is, even if you're only traveling for a, you know, a few days maybe you're going to see family. Well, you know, family dynamics are always an interesting, <laughs> interesting uh, something to throw in the pot there and during the holidays. Um, plus the, just the experience of traveling, you have your off of your food game, unless you're really prepared and you're bringing your snacks. There's just the stress of everyone. Everyone's in this heightened mood and planes are delayed and you have weather and traffic and all of these things, right? So that can also be um, a pitfall. And then finally, the I'll start on Monday attitude or I'll start at the new year, right? So that's the whole thing. It's fine. It's only two more weeks and then it'll be January 1st. And then I'll start, I'll jump on board with my resolutions and all this stuff. And then when you do that, then you have this whole other overwhelm, right? Because now you have to cut everything cold turkey and, you know, get in the gym every day and all of these things. So uh, the most important thing is trying to manage all of these elements and find balance and being mindful of your, your actions and your habits as we go through these weeks of the holiday season. Got that. Yeah, that is dropping some knowledge, Allison. So let me see it. <laughs> top, top five. Number one, not overcommitting. Brilliant. I'm guilty of that. Yes, I'm a we yes man. I'm, until I'm not. And then me too. I'm overwhelmed me and resentful. Too. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally recreated. Number one, not overcommitting. Number two, being mindful of the indulgence and the mass approval of overeating and overdrinking because, hey, it's the holidays, right? Number three. Number three, that was uh, sleep, making sure we get Your our sleep. sleep on. I love what you had to say about the more hours we're awake, the more prone we are to eating more than we need. Duh. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> Especially at night for me. Like, if I'm the longer I'm awake, the more that little munchy monster is saying, could find something in the pantry. I could do it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Little distraction. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally, totally. Uh, number four was uh, travel. Travel. Mm -hmm. Travel with the family. All right, yes, and the family dynamics, being off the routines, um, not preparing typically in the airports, not moving enough, delays in the stress, the, uh, the hustle and bustle of going in different directions along with at least half of the country uh, going somewhere else for the holidays. And number five, Allison, was in recap. The start on Monday or start of yes. the new year. So it's, it's kind oh, of this, this excuse to not just kind of do as much as you can each day to stay on your path. Even if you had a big meal, big deal. Okay, have a smaller one. Go for a walk. You know, we can, we can do this. <laughs> Absolutely. Got you. And the Monday effect, how could I forget it? It's perpetual or the new year effect. For those that uh, just phone it in and just swear they'll, they'll pick it up as the, as the calendar changes. Brilliant stuff, Allison. Always with your great insights, friend, truly. Um, wanted to um, switch gears a little bit here and uh, see if you had any holiday like health hacks that you like for 
uh, maybe yourself personally or things you you've developed for your clients like say you are going to a holiday feast which like you said we all get to enjoy we don't want to overindulge you need holiday uh health hacks for something like that or what you like to do for travel just maybe just a couple that people could say that's a great idea and i can do that next week uh well personally i love to cook and i love to bake so i have all kinds of cooking and baking health hacks and just ways to make like vegetables really if if you're eating your vegetables you're you're going to be staying on track so ways to make them fun tasty but not you know not not everything has to be cream corn and mashed potatoes um so i've got tons of recipes tons of tips there um in terms of like actually when you're going to a party i always suggest bringing something a healthier dish that you know you're going to enjoy at least there's something there you know you're going to like and you can eat um again focusing not on the food, but on the people. So if you're at a party, you're with your family, focusing on that social element and not just kind of hovering around that buffet table, have your portion, enjoy it, have a conversation. If you're actively hungry after 20 minutes, go ahead and get your seconds. But if it's just this, you're just there to feast, then you're going to find yourself overindulging, which then of course, then we have the digestive issues, which leads us to the bad sleep. And then the next day you don't feel motivated and we're back in this cycle, right? Um, what else do I have for you? So one thing that I like to do during the holidays, and I do encourage my clients, especially the ones that have like a really tremendous schedule, maybe they're eating out most of the nights a week or they have work lunches or whatever it might be. Um, I have a really nice, uh, cleansing soup that I like to do. And I suggest that people have it for either lunch or dinner one, uh, every single day during like the week. Right. So like Monday through Friday, they have it for lunch or dinner, pair it with a protein and just a way, you know, you're getting your nutrients. It has tons of vegetables in it. Tastes really good. Um, but you you feel you're keeping it clean. You're feeling good. And it just kind of keeps your system cleansed. <laughs> Got that. So what I'm hearing you say is, um, first and foremost, get in control of the food that you can. If you're going to the party, bring something healthy, empower yourself, get responsible for your health and what you're bringing that you'll enjoy and eat no matter what is a big piece. And creating some separation from the actual food source, like hovering around the buffet table, the charcuterie. I mean, I'm full before I sit down sometimes if I don't think about it. Of course. It. Apps are the best part. <laughs> yeah, apps are the best part. Um, uh, that's that's really, really, really good insight there. Uh, and, and then when am I hearing maybe some sort of like a cleansing soup, maybe being mindful, maybe slightly calorie, redu calorie reduction, uh, or just being really mindful about what you're eating so you can prepare uh, your body a bit for when the indulgences are coming over the weekend or something you're really looking forward to. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. And of course, that depends on your schedule. Not everyone has a party every night. Um, but exactly being more mindful, just being mindful of uh, your behavior on the, you know, the days that you aren't overcommitted, and you don't have a 1000 parties and a 1000 things to do. Um, yeah, and and eat your veggies. And eat your veggies, people are looking for the magic <laughs> pill, like what supplement do I take? Or what, yeah. what complex program can you give me? How about five to seven or more servings of fruits and vegetables a day, leaning heavier towards the vegetables. And you can, just, you can just cut me a check for telling you that and make it Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Save you to have you do that. And That's it. That. 
Uh, Allison, how do you feel about fasting, intermittent or more extended, being a tool in the holiday toolbox with uh, with your clients, your people? How do you kind of manage that dance with food intake, often a surplus? And how do you manage the conversation around fasting for your people who want to maintain health goals through the holiday season? Uh, you know, I actually get this question quite a lot. And my take on it is everybody is different. And it's the same thing I say when people say, should I go keto? Should I do paleo? Should I do go vegan? All these things. What are your goals? What are any pre-existing health conditions? Um, and also, how do you behave on a fast? I, I recommend for just for digestive and anti-inflammatory purposes, a 12-hour fast every day, meaning I stop eating at 8 p.m. I don't eat till 8 a.m. I think that to me is the most basic, easiest thing for people to follow. Most people do something around that anyway, unless they're up till all the hours in the middle of the night and then they're snacking. But realistically, the proof is that a 12-hour, 13-hour fast, it's great for your digestion. It's great for anti-inflammatory. You're not, most people, if they're going a lot longer than that, and this is, again, that's a generalization, but there is a tendency to overeat later in the day. Everyone's body is different. Everyone's insulin levels are different. Everyone's energy needs are different. So, you know, um, I don't think that there's a, a, a right way for everyone. Um, I think if you have never fasted, I would not suggest doing it during the holiday season. I think you're setting yourself up for going, okay, well, I didn't eat all day, so I'm just going to super binge at night and I have this big party. That's not what we're looking for. A fast isn't about that. Um, and typically, a lot of people don't do a fast for weight loss. They're doing it for these other reasons. Uh, so again, I think the idea of, you know, okay, if you want to do fast, start with 12 hours, eight to eight, nine to nine, whatever works for you, seven to seven. Um, but just be mindful of what you're eating in those hours that you're eating. Get in your veggies, get in your water, get in your lean proteins and your whole grains, get some exercise. Um, it's a lot more basic than, than people like to, like you said, everyone wants like, what's, what's the, what's the magic equation. It's like kind of the stuff you already know, you just have to do it. The worst part, you have to actually do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I got that. Uh, everybody is different. Um, fasting can be a, a really powerful, positive tool for anti-inflammatory benefits and digestive health uh, and taking that into account We're, seems to fit for most people. Be mindful of what your purpose is. It shouldn't be a feast, famine, pleasure, pain conversation, but Absolutely. Uh, a gentle buildup in in, uh, in your fasting practice. Make sure that you can handle it and break your fast responsibly with, with healthy foods. And it seems to be a pretty good fit in the equation. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Okay. Last question for you. We are doing a beat the resolution rush holiday challenge coming at our people starting November 6th, six weeks. Uh, you're, yeah, so excited. Yeah. You are our head nutritionist. Uh, what are you looking forward to most about that experience and working with half a dozen other practitioners and their specialties, uh, as well as uh, the big group of people we'll be working with as well? Uh, well, I'm I'm just very excited in general. I love being able to reach larger groups of people at once and and really see how people's progress uh, comes along over the weeks and watching people, um, you know, when that light bulb clicks in, it's like, oh, that's so cool. Um, and my 
my goal for this six weeks is, you know, I just uh, completed this year. I've been working on my sleep stress management recovery coaching certification, which I'm very, uh, thank you. I've been very inspired by. And so my, um, my goal for this challenge is to look at our deep health. So all of the elements of, of our health, not just nutrition, not just exercise, and which of course we're gonna be looking at all of these in different parts. Um, but how does all of that relate to our deeper health? How do we, how can we use stress management and sleep and recovery as it relates to nutrition and, and getting a better understanding of how our bodies are interconnected. And then that way we can sort of understand how our habits are really creating these, whatever is going on in our body, um, and then how to shift those into something that, uh, you know, lifestyle that's more sustainable for us, that's going to help us achieve our goals. So yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing, um, seeing some progress with with our participants. And I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I agree. Yeah, 100% totally see you there. It's always great as wellness coaches to see the progress and the light bulbs turn on when Someone really takes a, a habit or behavior we recommend or, uh, um, or show them, reveal to them, or have them here at Newly in their lives so they can take it forward and really run with it and, and empower themselves to take the action required, like five or more servings of fruits and vegetables a day and getting the benefit. Um, and it's, it is just a wonderful part to, uh, to, to be a small part of, of that experience for people. Um, I love what you said to deep health. Like there's one thing of hitting the gym on the elliptical for 20 minutes or, um, you know, having one more piece of fruit, which is good, which is good, but deep health and embodying the practices of a, of a lifestyle that builds longevity, pays long-term dividends, uh, foundational confidence in oneself and one's abilities. Mm, there's nothing better to me. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Allison, thank you so very much for taking some time connecting. Um, we're going to uh, put this out in the world and have people hear your uh, expert opinions about uh, the holiday pitfalls, what to do about it. And, uh, and we're so looking forward to uh, having you as part of the challenge uh, coming up real soon. Yes, likewise. Can't wait to see you there. Awesome. Thank you, Allison. That's all for now, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.